Hello and welcome back to Earth, Wind, and Water, Motif Magazine's leanest and greenest audio production. In each episode, Motif reporter Sam Zimmer explores environmental issues as they relate to the lives of Rhode Islanders. This week, she sits down with Mel Tebow, the founder of Rhode Island Queer Hikes. Before we kick it over to Sam, we would like to take a moment to thank our sponsors, R1 Indoor Karting, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island. Hello and welcome to Motif Magazine's Earth, Wind, and Water podcast. We will be ancestors. Earth, Wind, and Water is sponsored by R1 Entertainment Center, Trinity Beer Garden, and Graysale Brewery. Thank you so much for making this happen. We start every episode of Earth, Wind, and Water with a land acknowledgement. We'd like to acknowledge here in Rhode Island the people who have been here since before colonization, especially Narragansett, Wampanoag, Nipmuc, and all of the species who were here long before even that. We are here today with Mel Tebow, the founder of Rhode Island Queer Hikes. Welcome, Mel. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Mel, can you tell us a little bit about Rhode Island Queer Hikes? What is this organization? Sure. So it is a um, totally volunteer free group that I just started on Instagram um, in like April of 2021. And it was a way to just make friends and meet more people in the queer community in Rhode Island. And we have been hiking like once a month um, since then. So we just had our first anniversary, which is super exciting. Congrats. Um, Yeah. And we just, we hike around Rhode Island and Southern Massachusetts so far. Um, Hikes are not at all intense um, because we live in Rhode Island and it's very (laughs) flat. Um, And yeah, anyone who is queer is welcome to join. That's awesome. Um, I actually found you all on Instagram. Is that your primary platform? It is. So we started on, there's this social, queer social app called Lex. So I started it on there. I had posted asking around if there were groups that existed already, um, specifically queer hiking groups. And a bunch of people responded and said, no, but I'll join one. And I am an overachieving Capricorn. So I (laughs) was like, let me make a group, I guess. So it (laughs) technically started on Lex, but it's always been on Instagram. And we recently started a Discord, which is a thing I learned about and hadn't heard about because I'm old. Another platform? Um, Another platform. Um, It's sort of like Slack, if anyone knows what Slack is. Um, So it has channels and people can have like group chats and form their own hikes. They don't necessarily like need to rely on me to organize them. So that's slowly taking off as well. And it's fun to see that. But Yes, Instagram's the main one for now, but... Very cool. Yeah. Ah, cheers to technology, <laughs> bringing, bringing all the queers uh, out of the woodwork. I know. It's very different well, than a few generations ago. Definitely. How people gather. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, what sparked even this post on Lex mm-hmm. to begin with? What, what got you thinking you wanted to start hiking? Mm-hmm. Have you always been a hiker? Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, I know we're all probably sick of talking about it, but it was the pandemic that yeah. kind of sparked this. So um, we were at that point, I think, just starting to roll out uh, vaccines and um, yeah, April 2021. Yeah, yep. so it right felt right. like everyone was still comfortable being outside at that point, and mm-hmm. I was like, how can I meet community, queer community, in a safe way, because it's still COVID, and I had started hiking and just being outside more like everyone during the pandemic, so that all just felt very like normal and natural, but growing up, yeah, I was not outdoorsy at all, like my 
parents never took me camping. We were not like a hiking Same. family, which in <laughs> retrospect I'm sad about. Sorry, parents. But um, yeah, so it's really just a recent like, oh, hey, nature, that's a thing, like discovery. It feels very silly, but apparently a lot of people also had the same thoughts. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, I guess, got you into nature? Was it a particular person or seeing people um, posting things? Yeah, I think... So at the time, I was working as a journalist um, in Rhode Island, and I did a piece on, I was interviewing local, like, land trusts, and just doing a piece on, like, yeah, hiking, that's a thing we should all be doing, and even more so now, and I think once I was interviewing those folks, I was like, oh... Yeah, yeah. I should check out these, like, really cool, awesome local trails that I somehow didn't know existed. And And just wrote about it. And just wrote about research, exactly. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that, too. So I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's been, like, that's just been another added fun thing is, like, discovering new trails. And there's there's a lot in Rhode Island. We're a small state, but there are a lot of of nature trails and hiking spots. So, yeah. Rhode Island is beautiful. Yeah. Secretly beautiful, Mm -hmm. secretly weird and artsy, all the good stuff. You've got the ocean hikes, you've got the forest hikes, like it's a nice combination. So. Absolutely. Yeah. What is it that you most enjoy about being outdoors Mm -hmm. in Rhode Island specifically? Now that you have a year of hiking and Mm -hmm. all these different trails, I saw that y'all cycled back to the first place that you went hiking Mm -hmm. for your year anniversary, but you've been all over the place. Mm -hmm. What's, I guess, one of your favorite parts about being outdoors, specifically Mm -hmm. with Rhode Island queer hikes as well? Yeah, I think, I think the first part just it's very meditative and i think what's interesting is even within a bigger group because i think our biggest group has been like 24 people and that's that's a big group to go hiking is that the one that i went to i think so yeah Yeah, it was was a a lot lot of people people. (laughs) um and yeah which is awesome but at the same time it's it can feel like not as meditative but because you're outside you can I mean, on the very last hike we did, I snuck in the back. I just trailed behind everyone. I was like, I need a moment of quiet. And, like, I'm able to do that and then sort of rejoin the group. So it's very, like, you can be as solitary as you want um, Mm -hmm. or as social as you want. And I think that's nice because I think you're still with a group, so you feel safe. For me, like, I will go on some solo hikes, but I always feel better being in a group. And I think being a queer person, it feels a lot safer to be around other queer people just you know, thankfully, I will say we have had no issues thus far, um, which is great. But I think, yeah, I think it is a concern for for some queer folks, of course. Um, So I think that added safety. Yeah, absolutely. And then add on another layer of like, well, I didn't grow up hiking. Of course. Yeah. I get us lost. (laughs) Right. I get us like a little bit lost every time. It's like a running joke at this point. (laughs) But like, they're Rhode Island hikes. I think it's hard to actually get lost. But yeah, we always reach a dead end, and then I just play it off, and we turn around. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this isn't about me, but I did used to lead kids in the wilderness, mm-hmm. and it was the same thing. Oh, you yeah. know, just, like, yeah. don't panic openly. Oh, of course. <laughs> you, I'm like, this is fine. Find the trail. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Even when I joined you all, I came out of the yeah. woods from That's true. a different trail. <laughs> you started somewhere very different, and we still found each other, so like, it worked out. Who is this horde, this colorful horde yep. of people? Like, it has to be the Rhode it Island queers, <laughs> and it was. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, you know, you spoke a little bit about safety. Mm-hmm. I guess this being an environmental justice podcast, mm-hmm. how do you think that Rhode Island Queer Hikes connects to that theme of environmental justice? Sure. I think one part of environmental justice is maybe people feeling like they don't have access to the outdoors. And I think this has been a nice way to make people or to help people feel <clears throat> comfortable um, and safe getting out there. And yeah, I think just showing people like, hey, these resources exist has been, and for me too, like I'm learning, it's, what's nice now is it's like people are suggesting hikes and I'm suggesting hikes and we're all sort of telling each other like, hey, there's all this nature out there, like go be in it and go take care of it. And yeah. so I think that's been like, not a, it's been a benefit that I didn't really think of when I made the group. Like for me, it was just like, let's make a social thing. But yeah, I think that's definitely coming out of it. And yeah, I think just the access to the outdoors and I want to, you know, it's not perfect. I would love to diversify the group and, you know, make more like people and from different backgrounds feel comfortable as well. Mm -hmm. But there's always progress to be made. So yeah. Yeah. You know, and it sounds like y'all have been adapting with Mm -hmm. these different discord channels. Mm -hmm. Did that come out of people wanting more sub affinity groups? Yeah. Within a space? Yeah. So the biggest subgroup that we have is for trans and non-binary hikers and someone who went on the second hike actually reached out and so this one's been around for a while um they Mm. reached out they said hey how would you feel about this having like a subgroup of this and i said yes like i'm a cisgender person so i can't i wouldn't feel comfortable going on them i'm happy Mm. to facilitate and help in whatever way um and it's been nice to see them kind of take it. And everyone, there's it's, there's a lot of people in it now and it's very democratic and people just, someone will be like, hey, do you all want to hike? And, you know, I'm just there to be like, hey, here's a fun hike, but that's sort of my only role. Cool. Yeah, and more people have reached out. It's not in the same way, but people are like, can we do weekday hikes? And I'm like, sure, here's a group for that. And there's queer families who are like, can we hike with other queer families? And I'm like, sure, here's... Here's a channel for that. So people are reaching out with like specific desires and we're doing our best to meet those needs. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Really, really awesome. It sounds like you had like in the very beginning, you know, this article and this Mm -hmm. land trust being like, you know, we want to feature our Mm -hmm. amazing hikes. Yeah. But how do you find Mm -hmm. new hikes? Like, Say, you know, for all the the people who are identifying as new hikers or, Mm -hmm. you know, folks who can see themselves hiking Mm -hmm. in the future, how would you even go about looking up a hike? If, if, you know, you don't join Rhode Mm -hmm. Island Queer Hikes, they want to just see if you like it first. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're, if you go to specific towns, I think a lot of them have land trusts. Like I know the Cumberland Land Trust, for example, like has their hikes listed and... Cumberland is so beautiful. Yeah, they have some nice hikes. We did the Monastery Trail. One of our first hikes was there. We haven't done... Someone suggested, like, Mercy Woods, which we haven't done yet, but... Yeah, Cumberland's a good a good hiking spot. And yeah, I mean, to be honest, like I've just been Googling. Um, yeah. And so there's a website called exploreri.org that lists a bunch of hikes and they have it broken down by difficulty and length and accessibility and all of that. So they're Very a really cool. great resource to use. There's also, if anyone still buys books, there's a book, uh, Rhode Island Weekend Walks. Um, oh, cool. So yeah. And yeah, individual land trust websites. Um, all tra- I use All Trails as well. Um, Very popular. Yeah, which is a popular app. So 
people yeah. review them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, take photos. Things. They say if it's too buggy or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's there's lots of resources. There's lots of hikes out there. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a big map person. Mm. Something about like the waterproof material yeah. of maps. Mm-hmm. I just like love. Yeah. It's bizarre. But yeah. also like unfolding them and having a big map in front of you and trying to figure it mm-hmm. out. Small state, big map. Yep. Like <laughs> <laughs> you can really see yeah. all yeah. the different like yeah. biking areas, yeah. like a, a yeah. little Rhode Island yeah. recreation map. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's a quick funny story, but our very first hike I printed out, we went to um Wolf. Hill Forest Preserve in Smithfield, which is a really nice hike. Yeah. Um, is that where it goes like straight up at goes, the beginning? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very pretty. And there's a outlook where if it's clear enough, you can kind of see Providence. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's nice. But we went there for our first hike, um, mostly because I had been there and I was like, I'm comfortable with this. I don't know what's gonna happen. Who's gonna show up? Um, and I printed out a map just like from the internet, which was super dorky, I guess. And I was walking around with it and Maps and cool. someone was like, did you hand draw that map? And I was like, no, I did not. But that would have been really awesome if I had. But oh my gosh. yeah, no, we love a map. So. Listen, technology can fail you. You it's can be true. in the woods and you drop your phone in a it doesn't even need to be a body of water. It can be a puddle. Mm-hmm. You can spill your water bottle on it or your battery dies. You know, yep. things happen. It yep. rains and it's in your pocket and your pocket starts collecting water. It's all happened before. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to have a backup yeah. system. Absolutely. Especially if you're going alone. Yeah. 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 I did do um, a hike with a friend in Cumberland that was not really marked well. That's and always the worst. We thought our phones were gonna die <laughs> oh, the no. entire time. It was very, um, it was a good bonding experience and we made it out, it was fine. We got ice cream after, it was a good time. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I that's an instance I would have definitely should have had a printed map because yeah, my phone battery was like draining and we're like, oh, we're like very far from the trailhead. <laughs> Just a couple miles away. Yeah, so. Fine. I recommend maps. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, that's one piece of advice for getting lost. Yes. Um, I guess, like, if you're with a group, you mm-hmm. know, I, I feel like founding Rhode Island Queer Hikes, mm-hmm. you know, you, you've taken on so many leadership roles, mm-hmm. including creating these subgroups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you, what advice do you have for someone who's nervous about getting lost or maybe does mm-hmm. get lost for a little bit yeah. on a hike? Yeah. Lincoln Woods, man, it's close, mm. but it's like not easy. Yeah. It's not well marked, but yeah. a lot of people try to start hiking there, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. I guess, what advice do you have for people who are nervous about yeah. getting lost? Yeah. I would, like we said, I'd bring a map, like mm-hmm. a hard copy of a map. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, what I like to do is before I go on a hike I'm not familiar with is like study the map so it's in my brain. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to go this way and if I happen to go this way and just know all the different ways. I you know, technology can fail you, but it's also really good. So I True. do try to just like turn all trails on because it will, you can map your hike and it will kind of guide you. So some people are like, that's cheating. And I'm like, <laughs> eh. Even out of service, right? There's a little, Even out of, you little can download. Down. Yeah. I think you can download the map before too. But I would say, I would suggest if you're nervous, like go with a friend. Um, it's not fun to like get lost by yourself and, then, and panic and be in your head. Right. Um, and like I said, like with Rhode Island hikes, you're not knock on wood really gonna get lost. Like a lot of them are, well, I shouldn't say that, but I think for the most part they're pretty well marked. And if they're not, like 
it's pretty easy to kind of figure it out. So you're never it's a, too far from society. You're never too far, right. Like, you're like, there's a house right there, so I can just run in that direction. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think it's, you know, probably a good state if you're a beginner to just get started. Yeah, and a really pretty yeah. one, too. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And don't, I guess I would say, too, like, most people I've bumped into on the trails are very nice. So I think use your judgment, True. but also don't be afraid to ask someone for directions like we even in a big group like we've asked someone we're like oh we're looking for this specific like overlook and everyone's super nice they're like yeah just go this way and this way and like we've had no issues and everyone's very friendly and if someone asked me like I would help them as well so I think there's a nice hiking community in general out here yeah so yeah yeah people looking out for each other Mm -hmm. in the outdoors yeah 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 very Rhode Island (laughs) Yeah, I, I never want to, like, uh, kind of get stuck on, like, hesitations or fears. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's important to talk about, but, like, mm-hmm. there's so much fun to be had and yeah. peace and joy. Mm-hmm. What is a fun memory that you mm-hmm. have with Rhode Island Queer Hikes, mm-hmm. maybe back in the beginning days? Sure. A whole year ago. A whole year ago. <laughs> um, we've, had, we've had fun times. We, yeah. um, I want to say it was our third hike. I think it was the monastery hike. We, mm-hmm. um, if anyone's walked the monastery trails, there's like, there's a point where it kind of just stops. Like there should be a bridge or something, but you kind of have to turn around. Um, but instead, everyone wanted to like cross this little, like flooded body of water. So we were just like MacGyvering our way across, <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to lose someone. This group <laughs> is going to like not exist anymore. Um, and everyone was just like, no, we got this. And it was just like a very fun bonding experience of helping each other like cross the path. And yeah, that was, and that actually happened recently again at a different hike. So I'm like, you know what? It's fine. Like everyone is more skilled than I. So <laughs> going off trail or going, crossing a river. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. We were like climbing a fallen like log, basically um, very precarious. And I was like, yeah we're gonna someone's (laughs) gonna fall in the water and it's not gonna be good and everyone made it across and there's like 20 people I was like you know what it's fine that's awesome yeah and one we I think the second hike we got a little bit lost but we saw like this beautiful owl flying overhead and I was like if we didn't get lost we wouldn't have seen this beautiful nature so so there's all these like little fun moments that have happened along the way yeah that's making me think of do you know Rachel Solnit yeah like the art mm-hmm. of getting lost mm-hmm. or the beauty yes. of getting lost yeah. and that can be in a city that mm-hmm. can be in nature like literally mm-hmm. but there's something about like the loss of control for mm-hmm. a little bit that yeah. just kind of makes all of your expectations fall away you're in a different mm-hmm. situation um and it's beautiful to notice mm-hmm. As you try to find it out where the yes. hell you are. Exactly. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> One person's figuring out, the rest of us are like, ooh, look at all the nice things. <laughs> totally. Where do you envision this mm-hmm. group heading, like looking forward? I know it just being on the, following y'all on Instagram, and I definitely want to join again. I had such a good time mm-hmm. on a hike meeting people. Where do you see the group heading in the future? Like physically, like mm-hmm. is it? Is it too big to continue to exist in this format? Or 
What do you think? It's a great question. It's one I've been asking myself a lot lately. Yeah, um, yeah we're like five followers short of a thousand. So Whoa. give us a follow. No, um, <laughs> yeah, no, and which, um, yeah, it's just it's grown. It's grown so much, and I didn't anticipate that. So at at this point, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, open to suggestions. Um, <laughs> I definitely want to keep the group going, though. Um, yeah. Because I think I've heard so many, like, wonderful things from people who have been on the hikes, and I think it's been great at creating community, which is my whole goal. So I would hate to... No part of me wants to just, like, stop because it's too much. Right. Um, so we're definitely, at this point, continuing as we have been with, like, one or two hikes a month. Um, these subgroups are taking off, too. Yeah, I think it is growing, so I'm sort of wondering what I should do with it. <laughs> because I don't really, it's always been about being inclusive, and I have not to this point told anyone, like, no, you can't come, like, we're capped. Um, right. But I feel like any more than 24 people might be just, like, too big of a group. So trying to, like, figure out logistically what makes sense going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine uh, the group, like, camping overnight somewhere or like I've had in the water in a different way yeah I've had a lot of I've had a lot of requests for like can we do an overnight trip um and I had I won't name names because this is not at all (laughs) like finalized but I have had like an organization offer up some space for like an overnight weekend trip very um, cool. which is very cool yeah and and getting out of we have hiked a little bit in Massachusetts but um I've even had people online from New Hampshire be like, if you, you know, if you ever want to come up this way, like, it's not that far. It's not that far. So we could absolutely do like even just a day trip um, Mm. or a weekend trip. But yeah, just, yeah, I do want to see it expand, but within, within, uh, reason <laughs> right all in all in good time. yes exactly something beautiful that I noticed was like people were offering each other rides you know thinking mm-hmm. about access the beauty of a big group like this is if you don't have a way to get to the woods mm-hmm. easily following Rhode Island queer hikes you know there's a good chance that someone is leaving from an area that you're in mm-hmm. um, and can give you a ride to the trailhead right and yeah. I think that's one of the thoughts with the Discord, because um, it is, what happened with Instagram is there were too many people in a group chat, and it, I didn't <laughs> realize you could max out, so that's sort Ooh. of, yeah, um, the trans and non-binary, non-binary hiking group, just there were too many people, and Instagram was like, no, more people are allowed, and I'm like, well, no, that's not okay, so yeah. we moved it to Discord, but I'm seeing, like, more chats, so I think... Yeah, I think it is a great resource for like, hey, I'm driving from Providence to Exeter for this hike, like, if anyone needs a ride. Very cool. Yeah. People helping people get mm-hmm. out there. Yep. Do you think that since starting Rhode Island Queer Hikes, you've changed how you see yourself, either as a person uh, who, you know, is finding joy in the outdoors and is feeling more competent in the outdoors as a leader? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's totally increased my appreciation for nature and environmental justice. I think on a yeah, personal level, like I, it's definitely like increased my confidence in being a leader and in just being confident and yeah, I guess proud of myself as a queer person. I don't know how to say that, but yeah. like, just like more confident in being <laughs> queer. Um, yeah, like just meeting so many people. I guess before the hikes, I felt like where are all of the queer folks? 
And now I'm like, there's so many. Like, and that's <laughs> a really nice feeling to be like, oh, there's actually a ton of people. Um, and just being in that group setting, it's, I think, at least for me, and I would hope everyone kind of feels more comfortable, but um, it's definitely done that for me. Yeah. Which is like a really nice feeling. <laughs> Props to you. Yeah. Queers are everywhere. It's true. They're everywhere. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> in the cities, in the woods. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So say you've uh, never been hiking before, uh, you want to do it, what would you bring aside from, we mentioned a map, um, printing out a map, or, you know, having some information on your phone, what else would you bring with you? Yes, map and phone, definitely. Bring water, bring a water bottle, Um, bring a granola bar. You might get snacky. I get snacky. I have never used it, but it makes me comfortable if I go hiking alone to, like, I have a whistle. I have a little first aid kit, which I have needed when I've taken a tumble one time. Oh my um, Scraped up my knee. That's it. Bring uh, sunscreen. And if it's like this, I mean, protect yourself from ticks and mosquitoes because they are terrible. Um, the last hike we went on, I found four ticks on myself. Oh my gosh. We edit that out. But like just a warning. Nah, t- tick check is, is yeah. part of the, yeah. part of the check, experience. Um, they, they flick right off. They do. Do you know the trick about if if you have a tick bite, like mm. what what to do? What's the trick? Did you know that they breathe through their butts? No. Okay. So this <laughs> when kids are like, no, and you're like, it's fine. Like if you get a tick bite, we need to save the body, but it's in there, right? Mm-hmm. And so to get it out, if you just take some sunscreen or something and you cover its butt what is exposed, that's where it's breathing. And so it won't be able to breathe and it'll actually back out of your body. And then you can just pick it up, put it in a bag, go get that tested and make sure that you don't have Lyme disease, kids, Mm -hmm. or whatever else. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's important though. I mean, all of the trails have like the check for tick sign. So for sure. We're very close to Connecticut. We are. Right. So Mm -hmm. yeah. And like deep summer, it definitely gets buggy. So just be warned. <laughs> yes. And then that's when you can, like, go and jump in a lake mm-hmm. or something beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Excellent. Thank you for that. Sure. About how long should someone, like, prepare, mentally prepare to go on a hike for if they were to join Bird Island Hikes? So it's varied, but it stayed within – we've hiked, I would say, one to two hours, maybe, like, a little bit more if people are just into it and feeling ambitious. Pretty mellow. It's pretty mellow. We're not doing, like, a whole day thing. We certainly could if anyone's interested. But, yeah, we keep it to, like, you know, a weekend morning so people can get on with their day. And Mm -hmm. it's, like, a nice way to kind of start your day. But I'd say we average – that kind of is, like, four to five miles, maybe three to five miles. So – and it depends. Like, I – you know, if it's a small enough group, too, we can kind of do – whatever the group wants people are welcome to break off too you don't have to stay with us so for sure yeah a lot of variety cool um and would you say it's like a rigorous pace or like a walking pace um it can be whatever you want I find that like there are people that want to kind of walk fast and they're up front and there's people that want to lag behind and take photos and I'm usually one of those people so (laughs) yeah nice you can kind of make your own pace people naturally kind of break off into groups and kind of stick with them and we all follow each other so awesome yeah well of all the places you've been in Rhode Island and the surrounding area what would you say are three of your favorite 
hiking spots for someone who's like, oh my God, it's summertime, it's spring, it's summer, I'm getting ready, I want to go out maybe three times. Um, mm-hmm. just to get started <laughs> yeah what, what should they what um, should they see what should they go do what definitely we... I know I mentioned Wolf Hill and Smithfield that's the first hike we went on but that's definitely a favorite I think it just has a nice mix of it's a good woodsy hike there's there's a trail I think it's the green trail if you look it up it's more elevated so you're getting more of a you know, just more of an incline than just a flat kind of nature walk. Leg day. Um, yep, definitely leg day. No, <laughs> that's also the trail I uh, smashed my knee on. So just like be safe out there. Um, bring your band-aids. Yep, bring your band-aids. And there's also a waterfall. It's a small Rhode Island waterfall, but it's like, a, it's a cute little feature. Um, that's if, awesome. If you, yeah, you can just go off. I mean, it's on the path, but it's sort of off to the side and it's a fun little adventure. And like I, I said earlier, there's an out like an overlook so you can see kind of see the providence skyline from there so there's like oh there's a lot of variety and it's it's definitely a fun hike awesome um, wolf hill and smithfield yes one that's a little bit more remote um but very pretty is long pond and hopkington um in rhode island in rhode island yep um down in south county so all of you providence folks who want to take a drive it's not <laughs> that far um <laughs> i recommend that has a bit of a you can climb some rocks if you want at one point but it's yeah it's another yeah there's a scramble there's obviously a beautiful pond and it's another fun woodsy hike and then getting out of Rhode Island but not that far out of Rhode Island Dartmouth Mass has a lot of beautiful hikes one of my favorites is called the Frank Knowles Little River Reserve which has um, these boardwalks through like this marshy area that I just keep going back to and it's fun to see like see it in different seasons it's just like a beautiful little it's something different i guess yeah a little variety thank you so all good for i would say they're all good for beginners for the most part so yeah anyone looking to get out there thank you for the recs sure all right well meltibo any shout outs I'm going to start with thanking everyone who's been on the hikes and everyone who's followed the group and everyone who's made this what it is because... Five more. Five more, you Five more followers. Um, <laughs> five more followers and I'll make a little thank you video, which no one wants, but I'll do it anyway. Um, no, I mean, yeah. To be, I mean, to be fair, like I thought on the first hike it was going to be me and maybe one other person. So the fact that this has just resonated with the community, like thank you to the community. I won't give, I'll, I'll give a shout out to two people, um, Maya and Sylvia, just for really helping me with the trans and non-binary group and with the discord and with organizing. Like I said, like no one is getting paid for this and I just appreciate anyone who's like offering their time and volunteering to help out. So yeah, I just want to make sure I thank them. And then there's organizations that um, we haven't like officially partner, partnered with, but they've been um, great to work with and have reached out and and offered us, you know, if we want to hike there to to let them know. And so I want to just give a shout out to the Rhode Island Audubon, the Nature Conservancy in Rhode Island, and the Tiverton Land Trust has also welcomed us. So we'll probably be taking them up on that soon. But Oh, yeah. yeah. Tiverton's so pretty. Right. There's lots of pretty hikes there. So, yeah. Awesome. And anyone I forgot, I'm sorry. I'm grateful to you all. Awesome. Well, Mel, thank you so much for coming on Earth, Wind, and Water and sharing about your experience as the founder of Rhode Island Queer Hikes. Thank Cheers you. to community and the outdoors. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. 
Oh, thank you to our sponsors again, R1 Entertainment Center, Trinity Beer Garden, and Graysdale Brewery. This has been Earth, Wind, and Water from Motif Magazine. We'd like to take this opportunity to once more thank the sponsors for this episode, R1 Indoor Karting, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Graysdale Brewing of Rhode Island. Thank you for listening, and we hope that you join us again for our next episode.